0: Welcome. I am Gary No Football, and I am here with Bruce, the tugboat Venditti. Yeah! We are getting after it. This here's the first episode of the Tip Gloves podcast. We're jumping right in, Bruce. This is I'm UFC ready. 272. We're going to start with the featured prelim. We've got Jamie Malarkey, 272. Nice Jamie Malarkey's fighting Jalen Turner. Who? This was supposed to have gone down in February of 2020. Got a two-year buildup coming into this one. It's not a rivalry, but it's definitely some unfinished business. Both these guys got a mountain of momentum coming into this fight, and this fight is equally as important to both guys in terms of what they do next. Malarkey's got two finishes. Malarkey in his first as shit. The man's name is Malarkey. What do you want from I'm, me? I'm just saying, man. It's ironic. Malarkey's got two finishes. In his first two bouts in the UFC against very odd parents over here, right? <laughs> okay. If he gets a third finish, three in a row, it puts him on everybody's radar for good. Now, if Turner can fold him, it solidifies his contention to fight for a ranked spot in his next bout.
1: Is that more of a ground fight or like a you know I'm gonna stand up and hit you fight? Well, what are these guys What are these guys? Uh, what are they? What are I'll the playing you.
0: styles? Huh? Jamie he has got a black belt in BJJ. He's got 10 knockouts and 3 submissions. So it's going to be a standing bag. Turner, okay, is one year younger with triple the UFC experience. He's got 8 knockouts and 3 submissions. I'm taking malarkey. Seems like a man on Take fire. Taking poop. Okay. That's right. Uh, I bet he's ranked very soon. All right. Rolling right along. First fight is Sergey Spivak. Is that Russian? Versus Greg Hardy. Now, Greg Hardy's a former defensive end. You might know him brother? from the Carolina Panthers and the Dallas Cowboys. Who? Greg Hardy.
1: He played for the Panthers?
0: He was at Ole Miss, and then he was at the Panthers, and then he was at uh, Cowboys. Well, clearly it didn't work out too well, given the fact he's doing years. He season. did six seasons, and his his career started hot. Okay, He had four straight knockouts. Wait, he's seriously. He, he's been arrested? He's a great yep. He's, he's wow. He's a great example of how these professional athletes can transition from one sport to MMA. He's the guy that had a fight overturned to no contest because he used an inhaler in the middle of the bout when he was not sanctioned to.
1: What kind of inhaler? Asthma. Oh. Thought he was like smoking dope trying to get high as a kite. He's, he's coming in hot.
0: Fighting. Because recently he lost to your boy Tuivasa and before that he's he he lost another fight so he's got a two fight, two losses in a row and this russian at 26 his only losses have come against guys that are ranked number 14 and number 11 i'm just going to
1: say this i hope this russian dude gets knocked the fuck out
0: if he treats hardy as dangerous as he is with the hands Blue hardy's yellow, got baby hardy's got 7 wins all his wins are by knockout okay so Matt, in 2020, Sergey had three fights out. that got canceled. But he came, he's, he stayed hungry and took the best competition that was offered to him in Oleski Olenek, who is an ogre with 70-plus professional bouts. I don't even know who the fuck these guys are. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here, Bruce. sergey has got six submissions and five K's, KOs. He's been in five different promotions, and he actually got his start in the Ukraine before he worked his way up Fuck yeah to the UFC Fuck yeah Both started in 2019 in the UFC Greg Hardy trains with America's top team Didn't he like beat a woman or something? Uh Allegedly Allegedly? Allegedly
1: How did that end up? Listen we're taking Hardy My boy McGregor I mean he's never done anything like that He punched an old man in a bar That's a little different than punching a woman Very different I mean he didn't take his shot we're and taking hardy on what? this one that's kind of
0: disrespectful in my opinion because if he wants to keep his job he will win this fight okay next is what is probably the fight of the night between kevin holland and alex Oliveira. i'm a big fan of Oliveira, actually this is alex olivera not charles olivera oh okay <laughs> in 2020 bruce Holland won five fights, finishing four of them. He does not get credit for as good as he is because he's such a clown in the cage. He's literally pinned up against the cage talking shit as loud as he can. Everybody's problem is, is that he should be probably more focused on reversing the position than is he is talking the dude, shit.
1: This is the dude that was really loud in the, when he was on the ground and he came up and punched the dude straight in the face? Correct. And knocked him out like he was like
0: coming off the ground? Correct. Oh, interesting. He has not won since that win streak I like that. in I like 2020. That I However, what? his last two opponents have been guys that have been ranked within the top five in the Italian Dream, Marvin Matori at number two. Oh, a Paisan. And at number four in Derek Bronson. And he went five rounds with both of those guys. He didn't get finished by either of them. The Paisan's going to win it all, man. This guy's very good at being a UFC fighter outside the cage. He recently agreed to a grappling match with a troll online whooped him picked this guy off of twitter or instagram or wherever the fuck it was and he got him up at the gym troll got
1: him kicked out
0: no kicked out what are you talking about they met up for a grappling bout oh he's he's righteous dude however alex Oliveira is another guy that's been fighting since i was in high school and he has literally never beat anyone you've heard of Besides Carlos Condit in 2018, he has never beat anybody in the top five. So what you're saying is this dude's about to get his ass beat. We're going to get some blood in this fight? Yes. I'm a big fan of blood. I'm going to tell you why right now. They both have 20 victories, right? Yeah. They both have 12 knockouts, and they both have five submissions in the UFC. They both. These two? Yes. Okay. They're both. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai-centered in that oh, Kevin we're Holland. We're talking
1: about a really good fight here.
0: Yes. Okay. Their their styles are very brutal. Fucking Holland is so wacky and wild that you never know what he's going to do next. And Oliveira is honestly just a brutal dude. Very, very brutal. He's known I mean, for his got knees. he
1: two motherfuckers going in there. They just beat the living fuck out
0: of each other. To put down. Absolutely. Call me in. There's going to be a lot of this on Saturday night, dude. But in this one, we're going to take Holland. As long as he comes ready, in shape, and fired up, he's going to hurt him. Okay. Their styles are a perfect matchup. It's probably going to get fight of the night. Well, besides the main card. Well. we'll It's the only one I know, We'll get there. So After that, we got Edson Barbosa fighting Bryce Mitchell. Now. Bryce Mitchell is the guy who got famous off of wanting camouflage shorts. Okay, I thought he got famous off of that uh, pirate ship. Bryce Mitchell?
1: No, you said Barbosa. Yeah, Captain that's, Barbosa. That's,
0: that's his opponent. Bar- Barbosa's from Brazil. Yeah. Anyways, Bruce, just just keep up. Okay. He got he got famous from camouflage shorts. He begged. Dana White, to allow him to wear them. And he got them shorts. And he will be fighting in them shorts. What color are they? On Saturday. They're fucking camouflage. Okay, well, there's different colored camouflage. Garrett, there's black and green. white. Green. There's
1: green and brown. Real tree, there's baby. all sorts of types. Real tree, baby. Okay.
0: Thank you for clarifying. He's undefeated in the UFC. He's 14-1 and one in MMA. He's number 11 in the world, and he is dead set on keeping it. This is Bryce Mitchell I'm talking about now. However... Barbosa's been around. He's another one that's been fighting since 2010. And in 2017, he was fighting Khabib, to the tune of three rounds. He tapped out Benil Dariush. He knocked out Dan Hooker in the in the in the years that followed. And after that, he kind of started to taper off. But last year, he proved he was still dangerous via TKO knockout in the third round. He so also lost. Basically, the following fight, we're going with Captain same Barbosa. Bear with me, okay. Nonetheless. The guy's still stellar in Muay Thai. He's stellar in Taekwondo. He's a BJJ black belt, if I'm not mistaken. But he's known for his leg kicks and he's known for how fast his head kicks are. Ooh. You've seen him in the highlight reels. As he's got he's got the very first wheel kick knockout in UFC history. It's an incredible. I'm sure kick. I saw it on Twitter. Like you've seen it before. Okay. But Bryce is no slouch. He's got crisp kicks too. He's got great, sharp combinations that he puts together in between them. And he's got nine submissions. The rest of his wins come via decision. Barbosa's got 13 knockouts. If Bryce can stay away from him, okay, get him off his feet, I think he's got the BJD to take him, and I think he wins the fight. Okay. So we got old dude versus young dude. There's a lot of that going around lately. I mean, it, you know, right of passage, a lot of these older guys, they they kind of paved the way past the, past the torch. Okay. The co-main. And this one, I, I think we're all a little bit bummed about. There's always some gloom when we've got a fight that we're so hyped about and it gets COVID canceled or somebody gets hurt, or whatever the reason is. But I think with this matchup, it's going to curb our thirst for what we know we would have gotten if it would have been Rafael Dos Santos and Rafael Fazeev. But Renato... God, there's a lot of R's. So we got Rafael Dos... Who?
1: And Renato... Who? Say their names. Renato no? Mociano. Renato Mociano. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to start. That guy's the I'm gonna Italian start.
0: dude? I'm going to start. No. he's, he's uh, I'm pretty sure he's Brazilian. Oh. Uh, B-Hall. Fact check. That's a shame. Um, I love Rafael Dos Santos. He's been fighting since I was in grade school. Do, do he made his debut when I was in the eighth grade. He hasn't fought in a while since 2020. It's a long layoff, but since he's been around since 2008, I bet he hasn't lost a step. And that mustache... Eludes to me that my man's still logging with a big chain. He kinda looks like uh He Chuck. looks like he's about to lead men over the bridge. Okay. He looks like Chuck. They were gonna let him fight your boy Conor McGregor, Ooh. but McGregor never defended the belt at 155. He would later challenge for it again the following year. That's anyway.
1: coming up soon. McGregor's getting back in there.
0: Mociano lost to Faziv in a gnarly TKO situation late in the first round. Of 2020. And he has been very outspoken as to how bad he wants that fight back. So, to get the opportunity to step into Fazib's role in this fight, he can prove that he deserves to run that back, potentially in his next bout. But one fight at a time, he's got a 30 win legend standing in front of him, by the way, of Rafael Dos Santos, who might just school his ass if he doesn't come ready. Since 2013, Dos Santos has been fighting the people that you know. Cowboy Cerrone, Benson Henderson, Nate Diaz, Anthony Pettis, Alvarez, Tony Ferguson, Usman, Leon Edwards, Kobe Covington. He has been in there with the best of the best in what is arguably the best division in the promotion because the pound-for-pound baddest man on the earth is the 170-pound champion right now. Okay, that's what this
1: guy. This has what this guy do. Dos Santos. Dos Santos. He's yes. A pound him. You know. He's a stand this up bout is a catch
0: weight, which means that they're going to be going at a at a random weight that doesn't have any rankings, which kind of always gives me pause because it's like, is this guy going to come in shape? Is he going to be ready? Sammy's always telling me that I'm too paranoid, so we're going to take this from a from a positive standpoint. We're going to say he's going to be in shape and he's going to be ready. I think
1: that on this one, Renato could could take
0: a deep dive into the rankings if he was to beat him. And this is by far the biggest fight of his career thus far. Renato is a black belt in Muay Thai, a black belt in BJJ. He's got nine submissions and no KOs. Seven decisions. Wow. This dude's going to kick his ass. In his last six fights, he's either tapped the guy out or gotten knocked out. He's a finisher or get finished, dude. So He's
1: basically, all in Rafael
0: is going to stand and
1: bang and on his feet the is entire a fight. He's JJ
0: black belt. Obviously, both these men are from Brazil. It's kind of like a rite of passage. Also, a black belt in Muay Thai, and he is number six in the world at 155.
1: Huh.
0: We're going to take Rafael just for the sake of sheer track record and fan bias. Well,
1: given the fact this dude has nine submissions, and Rafael has. How many standing bangs? Knockouts?
0: He has 30 wins. How many knockouts? 10 submissions and five knockouts. So, what we could see out of this bout is a back and forth on the ground of some world class, top of the tier BJJ back and forth.
1: So, it's going to be a good fight.
0: I don't know if you're in it. It's definitely going to be a good fight. Another fight of the night contender. You think
1: for it sure. goes the distance or no?
0: Very possibly. Moving on. The main event. The moment you have been waiting for. The only moment I've been waiting for. Kobe That's Covington. Fucking football, taking it? on Jorge Masvidal, or rather, Jorge Masvidal taking on Kobe Covington. I'm very hopeful that this is going to be a fight of the year contender for 2022. The media says these two hate each other. Their I'm camps, excited. their camps say they hate each other, and the shit that they have been throwing back and forth over the years, let alone the last couple of months, I guarantee you. Oh, these two kobe's a shit and one another. He's man. the American shit talker. That's why I, I genuinely, be- genuinely believe they cannot stand each other. I genuinely believe they can't. You don't stand think it's a made up about like, like on, a, on a level? I don't of, think anybody likes Colby, and I think that's why I'm on such a bandwagon of his. Well. He's done that to himself, but he's a he's a great UFC fighter in the way that he draws attention to his fights, just like Jorge. They draw attention to themselves. Yeah, just like Connor. Just like with the best of them, exactly. Yeah. I would put this kind of rivalry on the on the on the same scale as Tito and the Iceman, Tito and Shamrock, BJ Penn and GSP. I genuinely believe they hate each other. Okay. And people are trying to say that it's all for the PPV sales. Granted, these two are very good at doing that, like we just said. But the the personal and the and the degrading insults that they have hurled at each other over over the past five years, almost, is completely unnecessary <laughs> to try
1: and sell a fight. They've it's, been talking just... so much shit to each other that I saw Masvidal interview on Fox News the other day. Exactly.
0: Jorge says Kobe did the gym dirty and didn't pay his dues. Kobe says Jorge doesn't pay the rent. They both say that they don't take care of their families, that they don't satisfy their women, that they're scum of the earth when it comes to business. I mean, the shit oh, that they're I saying. It. I love it, it about gets my one blood, another. fucking moving, baby. It's like down to the bone, man. There, there's nothing better not than not holding a fight like this anything they have have back. have a big backing, and that's they're not exactly holding what's going anything on. back in the media. And I can't see any reason why they would hold anything back on Saturday night. Who's I, the underdog in this fight? Masvidal's the, over, uh, the underdog. Okay, well you said Kobe's the favorite. I'm saying the underdog
1: is the dude who right. nobody wants to win.
0: Right. That's Masvidal.
1: That's... Okay.
0: I mean, it's not that nobody wants him to win. It's it's the... I think people just would rather see... You're, you're right down wins. their because credentials.
1: He's in, he's in your phone more than Masvidal is. Which, honestly, I like both these dudes. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the... Biggest fan of Maz Vidal.
0: When Kamaru landed that punch on that biter. man, you cleared the living room and got within three <laughs> inches of the TV screaming, Yeah, motherfucker, how's it feel? <laughs> so I don't want to hear that you're a Maz Vidal fan.
1: I mean, you gotta have respect for somebody, and I do have a lot of respect for her oh,
0: Dude, he's done great things. I remember when he, when his career I took a turn. Don't all right? have respect for the Diaz brothers. Well, hands down. That conversation's coming. Okay. When his career took the real turn before the Ben Askren needed the face from across the octagon, he beat the shit out of Cowboy Cerrone in Colorado, in his hometown. This This is shit. 2015 Cowboy
1: was probably in his prime. Oh, this was
0: well before. Not what we saw with the
1: McGregor fight. Well
0: before he fought McGregor. But he was coming off of like a month's notice, and he had fought a month prior. He was just rolling right into this other bout with with Masvidal, and Masvidal whooped him, dude, whooped him bad in front of his hometown. And then he got on camera with ESPN and told the people, he was like, Dana White, I got $200,000, and it says I'll beat anybody in the division. He was dead serious, too. Fast forward six, seven years, he's going back-to-back title challengers against – Who is going to be regarded as as the greatest welterweight of all time? He's going to beat out GSP. He's going to beat out all of them because the guy doesn't lose. George St. Pierre? Oh, okay. Kamaru Usman's putting together a much stronger career. Usman is changing the fucking game. That's all I got to say. Yes, he is. He's a
1: fucking... You know, excuse hundred, me from saying a, "fucking" so much, but when I say this, I put a freaking exclamation multiple exclamation marks on the back of it. He's a fucking
0: beast. He's a animal, dude. To like, continue, I that. love him. You take Kobe's two fights against Usman and Jorge's two fights against Usman. Kobe did much better, and that's oh, dude, Kobe did great. Usman finished him in the fifth round of their first meeting. I know, and. And if I'm not mistaken, it was the third round, the second round? of his second meeting with Masvidal. He I, basically they went, sent. They him went a lot, yeah, straight to hell with a beautiful right hand. You remember, it was glorious. But I mean, you got to give Colby <laughs> credit for for. I mean, it, it shit. Me the goose dude, the guy's all heart, and like I said, he's a, he's a great UFC fighter outside the ring. He's because just a shit he, dog. He grows just so much attention. And that's, that's what it's all about. You can say what you will about him. You you know, love him or hate him, I guess. Well, see, the thing is, the last fight
1: they were at that Colby had, you were sitting there like,
0: oh, I hate this motherfucker.
1: Like, oh, he's such a piece of shit. And I'm sitting there have like, you heard it's the all kind of thing? Have you heard dude? the kind of things
0: that he said about people's kids, Dustin Poirier's kids? His wife. It's a part of the game, No, no, it's It's not part part of the game. game. Floyd didn't talk shit like that. It's a part of the game. Some people take it to that level. Some people don't. He does. And eventually. that's what I'm
1: saying is that not that many people really like him because of that. Eventually. I love
0: him because of that. Someone. doesn't have a filter. Will make him reap what he sows. And what he sows comes right out of his mouth. I mean, you don't think Usman already did that? It's coming, Bruce. And I think,
1: but I do think there was a lot more respect between Colby and Usman during that fight. Colby has
0: proved he can wrestle with the best wrestlers on the planet. He's proved he can strike with the champion at 170, who, again, is the pound for pound ranked toughest man on the planet. There is no reasonable explanation for why he should lose this fight. I think these two are absolutely overjoyed to be finally putting to bed this whole controversy, this whole
1: I just hope it's issue. not one of those things. You know what I mean? It's all it's hyped time.
0: I don't think there's I don't... a chance in hell these guys are going to hug it out and be like, yeah, that was great. We made so much money. At the end of this fight, I, do, I don't see it. I think they're just going to keep rolling right along with I fucking hate you. I can't stand you. I can see that as well. I do. But I just hope... That it's not like that, you know. This fight is There's a lot of fights incredibly... that are like that and it's yeah. This fight is also incredibly important because it's got a lot of potential to to say who gets the trilogy bout with Usman. They've both got two fights with him. they both lost twice to him. If anybody's going to get a this? trilogy, they need to beat the other to earn it. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. It's all up to tomorrow, but now that's interesting. It's hugely interesting. This very, is, this fight has got a lot right. That would be a hot Both take. these guys, man. Um. So, the numbers. Kobe was an NCAA All-American for the Oregon State Beavers. He trained with America's top team. He's now down at MMA Masters in Miami. In 19 fights, he has four KOs submissions. Masvidal has been training with America's top team since the very beginning. He's got 16 KOs and two submissions, but his track record is so muddied because of all the backyard stuff he used to do. He was considered an underground king. He's got a lot of fights that nobody will ever see. Nobody's ever going to be able to talk about because they weren't recorded. He's one of those. So in 50 fights, He's been finished four times, and one was in a title bout. You're talking about Masvidal? He has, yes, Masvidal has more than double the fights that Kobe does. It's been so long since they sparred. These guys are evolving constantly. With each camp, they approach a fight differently. So for, for Kobe or Jorge to sit back and say, I know this guy, now, That's going to get them outside of. That's going to get them
1: outside of what we've seen. You really don't think these two have gotten
0: together and I, sparred? I, no, I don't. I don't think really. they you have. Think there's any that idea. genuine hate. They just absolutely despise each other. They do, but they're not going to get together and and play in a gym. No, Kobe will out wrestle him. He's going to pin him up against the cage and he's going to pound on him for probably five rounds. Just. Sort of like Usman did, because Masvidal's not going to let himself get knocked out, not again, not in the in the fight I right after I would love it. Yeah, I would love it. I love a knockout. Who likes
1: the distance?
0: But Kamara's coaches like a best. tap. Who Camaro's likes a a...
1: submission? Oh, you, you, I I'm I in do. this for the fucking dude. When a guy's got his arms wrapped bang around, bang, got his floor. arms wrapped around gloves. his neck and his head looks like it's it ain't pop no like a boxing fucking grape. shit. It's four ounce gloves. There's more skin involved. But elbows are the best strikes
0: in MMA. I'm going to tell you right now. You know what's better? Shoulder. Shoulder strikes? Shoulder strikes. You've seen it one time. (laughs) You've seen it one time. Shout out to Connor, baby. And yeah, he's coming back. He's coming back. And he's going to kill it. April or May could be April or May. Yeah, he, well, we're just, taking calls. He was just
1: talking on Twitter.
0: Here, 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 here. Yeah, Connor. Wait his I could talk about Connor all day long. Yeah, I know you can. Thank you so much for listening to the inaugural episode of the Tipped Gloves Podcast. Follow our Instagram at tippedgloves. Also, check out our brother show, the Tipped Balls Podcast, debuting every Thursday at midnight. For more information, And to see our new merch, visit tippedballs.com. Thank you so much again for listening, and we can't wait to talk to you next week. Am I perfect?